Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar. If you're eager to gain clarity, speak with unwavering confidence, and liberate those inner voices, you're in the perfect spot. My mission here is to empower you to break free, find fulfillment, and ignite your passion. You ready? It's time to say it out loud. I've put together a guide of my top 10 tested and proven to work practical strategies and habits to help bright women like you say no, set your boundaries right, live confidently, and build healthy relationships, starting with the relationship you have with yourself. This is a self-paced guide, and I can't wait for you to dig into it so you can start becoming your most confident self because she's in there waiting for you. Head to the link in my show notes or go to vasavikumar.com forward slash guide and grab it today. Hello and welcome to the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar, former therapist, now turned on-camera confidence and content creation coach, and a first-generation Indian immigrant woman on a relentless mission to bring you simple and tangible actions and advice to help you step up your life and business. Get ready for unfiltered and unscripted conversations with some of the brightest and realest people I know in mental and emotional health, marketing, and business to help you get out of your head and get moving. And now it's time for another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Do you ever look at someone and ask yourself, how are they so confident? How does that person just walk into a room and exude that confidence, right? Whether you're, you, you see this person at a, at a social gathering or a virtual gathering these days, <laughs> Or you're on social media and you see people on video and on camera just being so themselves. It just feels like it's just so easy for them to just get on camera and just, hello, here I am. Well, that's exactly what we're going to be going into today on today's episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. As I shared last week, um, I recently retired from offering therapy and have combined all of my loves, which is really helping people get to the root of their beliefs and their challenges and coupling that with my experience um, being on TV for over 10 years, being a former TV host, being a lifestyle expert on and off for 10 years, and my own personal experience with going from being self-conscious and self-loathing to being one of the most confidently self-expressed people that I know. And I'm going to teach you exactly that. Now, I don't know about some of those TikTokers and those Instagrammers that just seem to just look like they have it all together. I don't know anything about them. I really don't. But I do know what has worked for me in how I show up with confidence on camera. And let me tell you this right now. It has absolutely nothing to do with lighting hair or makeup. I'm going to say that over and over and you're going to be like, Vasavi, you sound like a broken record. And that's totally fine. I'm okay with sounding like a broken record because that's how strongly I want to hit this point home is that being confident on camera is not about having the perfect lighting, hair, and makeup. Now, does having a great ring light, you know, uh, allow your audience to see you shine bright? Absolutely. It's, you know, good lighting is, is, is great. And, you know, anytime I shoot a video, I make sure that I'm facing the window and I don't have the window behind me. Do I feel more confident when I'm wearing a little bit of um, eyeliner and mascara? Yeah, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't 
elevate my confidence. I'm going to be honest with you. You can usually find me with absolutely uh, zero makeup on and I feel fucking fabulous. And does my hair being done uh, make a difference? Now, my hair is really one thing that I, I like to have my hair done. But even if it's not, even if it's been up in a bun for three, four days straight, I'm okay with that. That'll never take away from the confidence that I have within. These are all elevators. They elevate you. Absolutely. But if your baseline is not confident at all, and then you put on top of that lighting, hair, and makeup, you'll feel confident. But when you don't have the lighting, hair, and makeup, you're going to go back to your baseline, which is not feeling confident, right? And I want your baseline to feel, to be that you are confident just as you are. And if you do add lighting, hair, and makeup, it just enhances even more of how you already feel about yourself, which is confidence and confident in yourself. So I've really been looking at the areas of confidence that affect your self-expression on camera, okay? And they have nothing to do with lighting, hair, and makeup. So we're going to get into the six areas of confidence that affect your self-expression, all right? So here we go. Number one is your physical confidence. I am not talking about being a size four or a six or an eight or, you know, whatever socially acceptable these days, okay? I am talking about feeling good in your body, no matter where you're at, right? It's, it's, if, if you feel fluid and you have energy and you, and, you know, flowing within your body and, and, and you know how to move your body and you know how to release that excess energy and channel that energy that you have, and you feel strong, and you feel fit, whatever that means for you, right? Once again, I'm not talking about flat abs, six-pack abs. I'm not talking about a thigh gap. I'm not talking about an itty-bitty waist and a big round booty. That's not what I'm talking about. It's within your body, feeling confident within your body, not looking at everyone else and being like, oh, I need to have their body. It's feeling confident in your body, okay? Things that I do to feel confident in my physical body is I move. When I move, I feel alive, right? I play tennis three days a week. I go to the gym four days a week. I go on daily walks. I stretch every day. I really pay attention even when I'm cooking in the kitchen, right? Like to how my body moves. It's really about having that connection with your physical body. Now, I want to share something with you. In the, in the Hindu scriptures... We are, it literally says in the scriptures that you have a body, but you are not your body. And I get that because this, this flesh will, will, you know, disintegrate. When we die, we are no longer in our bodies, right? And from a young age, I stopped paying attention to my body. I learned to disconnect and disassociate from my body. And with that came so many problems because I was disconnected from my body. And anytime my body would speak to me, I didn't know how to deal with it. So I would self-medicate with drugs and alcohol, right? Thinking or food and think that, oh, this is what my body needs, but it's not. It was actually speaking to me and wanting to move and wanting me to soothe my body with kind words, with gentle movement, or maybe with extremely expressive movement or lifting weights or whatever that looks like for you, right? Whatever that looks like for you, I'm sharing what works for me. So I feel good in my body. There are days that I don't feel good in my body. Usually leading up to my period, I feel like my boobs are really heavy. My stomach is bloated, but I have a good 
relationship with my body, a healthy relationship where I can be like, you know what? You're about to start your period. That's why you feel this way. And that's that. That is that. Like end of discussion. I'm not going to sit here and berate myself, scold myself, criticize myself. And so I have the confidence that I know what my body needs. That's the physical confidence that I'm talking about. I know what my body needs and I know how to answer her and I know what to give her. When she's tired, we go to sleep. When she's anxious, we go for a walk. When she's agitated and has like pent up rage, I go to the gym and I get on the Stairmaster or I, you know, ferociously get on the elliptical. I give her what she needs. And most of the times, most of the time, she just wants to move. So that confidence that I have is I know what my body needs. I listen to her and I give her what she needs. So that's physical confidence. The second area of confidence that affects your self-expression is your energetic confidence. And how I've defined this for me is to be able to manage my energy, to have the confidence that I know, the confidence that I know how to manage my energy. So I'll give you a perfect example. I went to, uh, I, 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 I socialized a lot last night. I, um, I hung out with one friend. And then we went to her friend's house and we hung out with like seven new people. I had never met them. I just knew my friend and then she had her other people. And I have a very small window, right, with my socialization. It's like, okay, maybe three, four hours tops and then I'm out of there. And that makes me feel confident that I know my energy levels and I don't keep pushing and pushing and pushing myself and get mad at myself that I'm not, you know, awake or I'm not like, oh, why can't I just go a little longer? Like, no, it's the same thing with the physical confidence, right? With my energy, I manage my energy. I know where to spend my energy. I know where to not spend my energy. So I have the confidence that I can handle my energy, that I'm in control and I'm in charge of my energy. And listen, we have control. And then there are things in our life that will happen that we don't plan. Like you get a flat tire. You know, a few months ago when my parents were here, I was on my way. Well, it was the day before they they came here and I got a flat tire the day before they came. And it was six o'clock at night. I was like, oh my God, what tire store is going to be open? And instead of freaking out, I just slowly drove home, went to bed, got up in the morning. I didn't freak out about it. I said, I'm going to handle this in the morning because their flight was only coming at one. And I went to the tire store. I slowly drove to the tire store. I was very lucky that I was able to make it and I got it handled. So I manage my energy 99.9% of the time. And then when that 0.1% pops off, I know how to handle that, right? And it's just about knowing what you need. It's the confidence that you have that I got this. I can take care of my energy. I know how to manage it. I know how to say no. I have good boundaries. I know when to walk away. I know when to end a conversation. I know when to respond and it's just knowing how you want to manage your energy. And a lot of times we focus on other people. We think other people are the problem, but they're not. Any problem that you're experiencing in your life can be solved by you. And it's about building that confidence that you can handle it. And these are the areas that we're going into that affect how you show up in life, how you show up on camera. And being self-expressed is really about tuning into yourself and letting your body, your mind, your heart express itself to you and then you tuning in and giving it what it needs. So the third area of confidence that affect your self-expression. 
is your environmental confidence. Now, as a Taurus, I absolutely love talking about your environment because for me, everything needs to feel beautiful. It needs to look beautiful. It needs to feel put together. It needs to feel uh, like it has special touches, right? Like whether it's a nice bar of soap, whether it's a you know, few plants, whether it's great lighting, whether it's a beautiful wallpaper. I have beautiful wallpaper in my wallpaper in my office. I'm looking at it right now. It's It's decadent. I love it. Whether it's the rug that I have, whether it's a, you know, how I fluff my, whether it's how I fluff my pillows. I couldn't even say that. It didn't even come out of my mouth. You know, um, your, your home, your closets, your pantries, your car. Oh my God. I can't tell you. Like, even if I don't want to get up at 6am, I don't mind because I know I'm going to get into my car and my car always smells good. And it's always clean. I get it washed every week. I even bought an annual car membership because I have a very nice car and I want to keep it clean and I want to keep it for a very long time. Looking good, maintaining it. So the confidence here, what I'm talking about is simply stated, your environment, where you live. And it, I'm, I don't live in a big mansion. I don't have like a five-car garage. I have nothing. I have a two-bedroom. One of those bedrooms is made for an office. I have a one-car garage. But the home that I do have, it's it's very well thought out. And it has me all over it. And I really got... It's taken me a while. When I first moved into this house, it was a little bit of a hodgepodge of things. And then I really started to take the time with asking myself... And I started to take the time to ask myself, like, what feels like me? And then, you know, little by little, I started filling it with stuff that was simple, but beautiful for me. And so I love when I walk into my house. Everything has its place. Before I go to bed, I wipe down all the counters, obviously do the, you know, run the dishwasher, fluff the pillows so I can come downstairs to a beautiful living room. Okay. And so wherever you're living, right, where whatever your housing situation is, is Just try to, even if you have a little corner that's just for you, have it be beautiful. Have it be a representation of your self-expression because your environment directly plays into how you feel about yourself and your confidence, right? It's an an expression of you. But this is what I want you to do. I want you to go through. I'm not asking you to Marie Kondo the shit out of everything, okay? But walk through every room of your house. And ask yourself, do I like this? Do I not like this? Maybe this should go somewhere else. How do I spruce this up a little bit? What would be nice in this corner that I keep staring at? Maybe a plant, maybe a chair. Maybe, you know, when you walk into your bedroom, you feel uninspired. <laughs> maybe when you walk into your office, you like, it's, it's completely cluttered everywhere. And you're like, no, like, I need to clean up my desk. Maybe I'll put, a, you know, a few framed photos, a candle. So really take the time to walk through every part of your house and make a list and you don't have to do this overnight. But when you start to pay attention to every area of your, in in, in your environment and you start to cater to it and you start to give it attention and presence and then start to change the way it feels, you will start also to change the way you feel. Now, a lot of times people just focus on the environment and they don't want to do the rest of the areas of confidence that I'm going to share with you and the ones that I've already shared. This is just one aspect. I'm talking about getting all six areas of, of confidence handled. And this is exactly what I go through in my eight-week camera confident mastermind, as well as the strategic aspects of showing up on camera, how to bullet point your talking points, how to intro, how to hook, how to invite people into a, into a program or an offer that you have, how to sell, 
right? But I promise you, it becomes a lot easier when you're already feeling confident. Okay, so your fourth area of confidence that affects, that affects your self-expression is your emotional confidence. So here I'm talking about emotional regulation. The confidence to, and the knowing that when you have an emotion, you don't run from it. You're confident that you can handle any emotion that you experience. If it's anger, if it's jealousy, if it's rage, if it's sadness, if it's joy, I'm not even just talking about the, the, the feelings that we deem as negative, even the good feelings, even the feelings that we, you know, so a lot of us self-sabotage when we feel good because we, we don't want it to go away. We, we, we resist feeling good, right? So what are you resisting? Which emotion are you, do you find yourself resisting? For me, for the longest time, I resisted feeling happy because I was certain it would be taken away from me. And now I have the confidence that the more I lean into my feel-good feelings, the more it expands. It's not going to be taken away from me. I feel so much more in charge and regulated as it relates to my emotions. So the confidence that you can handle your emotions no matter what, right? This is the number one thing that gets us tripped up is that something will happen and we immediately need to react. Someone says something and we, we get immediately triggered, which is fine if you get triggered, but then we react to that trigger. And I'm saying... You can get triggered because you're human. You're going to get triggered. But how are you going to respond to that trigger? It's the confidence that you have the ability to handle that and that you can soothe yourself and give yourself what you need in those moments. The fifth area of confidence is your mental confidence. I'm talking about self-talk. I'm talking about um, your grit. I'm talking about the confidence that you can do anything. Your mind controls a lot of what you do and don't do. And if you don't have control over your mind, if you say, I'm going to wake up at seven, but you don't, and you do that enough times, you're going to lose confidence in yourself, right? I'm talking about self-control. It's discipline. If you say, I'm going to do this today, but then you end up getting distracted on social media or some bullshit drama, and then you don't do it, your mind, you don't have control over your mind. Your mind just controlled you, right? So the confidence here is when you tell yourself or when you think a thought, first of all, when you think a thought that you're able to discern, is this thought actually helpful? And you're not carried away by your thoughts, by your every single thought, right? The other confidence that I'm talking about here is that when your mind says to you, you know, I'm going to do this, or I'm committed to doing this, I'm going to be consistent, that you trust that you will follow through. And let's just say you don't follow through. You trust that you're going to get back up and you're going to try again. And you're going to get back up and you're going to try again. The goal here, the intention here is for you to have control over your mind, right? Our not having control over our mind is so much easier these days because we have so many distractions. So yeah, you're up against a lot more. I mean, back in the day, we didn't have phones, right? If I wanted to go watch a movie, we had to drive to Blockbuster. If I wanted to call a friend, I picked up a phone, right? I, I, I picked up the phone and we dialed the number. We didn't just, you know, if, if I didn't get in touch with someone, if I couldn't get in touch with someone, I couldn't just go stalk them. I would just have to sit and wonder, right? But now we have so much access to so many things and information and people. It's very hard for our brain to keep up with that. So exercising self, self-discipline, exercising self-control, being able to discern between thoughts that are valuable to you and helpful to you and thoughts that are not. Now, do I think that a negative thought does not hold value? No, I don't think that. I think if you have a negative thought, and by negative, I mean, it's a thought that just really uh, doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel good. I think there's value in addressing it. I don't think you, you know, need to go down a rabbit hole 
But if I have a thought that says, you're so unworthy, you're, you're, you're so not good enough, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to be like, huh, what's that about? So it's the confidence that you can handle your thoughts and your thoughts don't control you. Okay. So the last area of confidence that affects your self-expression is your spiritual confidence. This is a, uh, this, this, I would, I, I, I'm going to say this, that the, that spiritual confidence is the foundation for all of these, all of these other areas. Your spiritual confidence is the belief and the knowing that there is something bigger than you out there governing all of this, this thing called life and energy, and that the universe God, higher power responds to the vibes that you're putting out there. It's the deep knowing that no matter what, you're going to be okay. This is very hard, especially if, if you've been let down and you've been betrayed and the people that you thought you could trust didn't give you a reason to feel safe and secure. So this is probably the hardest area of confidence to develop, but it's the absolute most necessary. And on top of the spiritual confidence, you can build everything else. Now, listen, if learning to trust deeply that you're going to be okay is something that um, is difficult for you right now, first of all, know that it is an everyday process. So this is ongoing. I don't want you to hear this and be like, okay, first, I'm going to get my spiritual confidence down. I'm going to really start to trust. And then I'm going to do this. No, it's an everyday practice. All of these things are an everyday practice. And when you start to strengthen, develop, build, deepen, and expand your physical confidence, your energetic confidence, your environmental confidence, your emotional confidence, your mental confidence, and your spiritual confidence, being camera confident is just a byproduct of all of that. So I really hope that you got something from this. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to DM me on my Instagram at my name is Vasavi, go ahead and do that. If this is something you want to go deeper into, you can go ahead and uh, apply for my eight-week camera confident mastermind. I'll put the link in the show notes. And I can't wait to really see what happens and who you become when you really start to pay attention to all of these areas of confidence. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Hey there, this is Vasavi and my membership community, Real Rich, is the official sponsor of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Have you been looking for a community of people who get you, who think like you, and who are determined to becoming the person they were born to be? I'm talking no fluff, direct, real, and a raw community of people who are open-minded and willing to be honest with themselves and be the ultimate creators of their own life then I'm inviting you to join my subscription-based membership community, Real Rich, a community of women who are on a mission to get paid simply by showing up as their truest selves in business and in life. If you're looking for a community of women who you can turn to, seek insight from, and give back to, then try out the Real Rich community because it is time to be you and get paid. Learn more by heading over to vasavikumar.com forward slash membership. Here's to you being real rich. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. If you got some golden nuggets from today's episode, which I have no doubt you did, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a heartfelt review. 
Want to take my free quiz on how well do you really know yourself? Head on over to VasaviKumar.com forward slash take the quiz. And remember, when you know yourself, you can be, do, and create anything you want. If you love today's episode, then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.